Real in the Fairy Hill, from the Wizard's Gilly and Other Tales, edited and translated by J.G. Mackay, read by David White. We'll now give you a little story and a short one about the fairies, the history of an event that happened two generations back. There were two farmers in Glen Etiv who had gone to King's house to fetch whiskey for a hogmanay. They set off, obtained the whiskey and started back home with it. When going past a little round, blunt fairy hill, which is near Dalness, the night having by this time fallen upon them, they saw light in the fairy hill, and the door of it open. They heard music too, and saw people dancing, and one of the two farmers said, Let us enter and see what's going on in here. But the other said, No, no, I won't go in there. Go thou if thou wish. So in he went with the cask of whiskey on his back. The people who were in possession of the floor at the time instantly made him set to work and dance. Meanwhile his companion was getting tired of waiting because he did not come out, but feared to go nearer to the door. So he went away home and related what had happened exactly and truthfully. Not a man would believe him, but said to him that what had really happened was that he killed his companion. They tried him at court after court, but he held always to the same statement. At last they sent them to Inverary prison. They immediately tried him before the judges there, but could make nothing of him. As he always kept to the same statement. After harassing the poor man, imprisoning him, and giving him a bad name, they let him go home without having found out more than they knew when they seized him. It was then the last month of autumn in that very same year, the season when the male and female salmon are sporting and revelling in the Etive. It was once the custom in the Gaeldom of Scotland to practice an exercise which we call burning the rivers. It was done in this wise, a torch was made of withered pine, that was to be had in plenty in the locality at the time. The pine was split with an axe and put for a month on the loft, and then three withies were tied about it, just as thou wouldst round a pot brush. Then three or four stalwart fellows would band themselves together and set off, one or two of them having a great three-pronged morgath, or fishing fork, with a barb on each side of each prong whilst another man carried a small quantity of dry, withered bracken and a live peat to kindle the torch. Upon reaching the ford of the river, they would blow up the peat, light the bracken and kindle the torch. The broadest and strongest man in the company was he who carried the torch, and he carried it on his left shoulder, while a man with a morgoth kept on each side of him. Now the man who had lost his companion in the fairy hill happened on Halloween night, be amongst a company of these who, beginning at Bonetiv, had worked their way up the river. Happening to glance accidentally in the direction of the fairy hill, he beheld a light of the same kind that he had seen before, so he said to the others, If you will not believe me, believe your own eyes. Let us go and see what is it. Up they go, and behold a great door opening within music and dancing. Now this man, the man who had lost his companion the fairy hill, was one of those who carried the morgoth. 
he leaped forward and thrust the Morgoth into the lintel above the door. He beheld his companion on the floor, dancing with the cask of whiskey still on his back. He went and seized him by the neck and said, It's high time for thee to be out of this place now. Stop till I dance this reel, it's not a minute since I came in. Nay, I think thou hast had a very good reel, seeing it was lasted from Hogmanay night till Halloween night, said his companion. I have suffered sorely for leaving thee here, so be off and out. He dragged him out through the door so that his companions saw him. Sirs, I am now exonerated. You see that I was telling the truth. They brought the man home to his wife and children and ceased fishing for that night for joy of finding the man who had so long been lost to them. And there you have the story as I had it myself from an old senator who is yet alive in the clay. Thank you for listening to the Folklore Scotland podcast. We'll be back every week with more folkloric content from stories to analysis. The podcast is brought to you by Folklore Scotland, the charity that aims to make Scottish folklore accessible using digital platforms, telling the tales of the past with the technology of today. If you'd like to become a voluntary contributor or would like to get in touch, pop us an email at info at folklorescotland.com and you can find all of our social media as well as a list of sources in the show notes below. The charity also now has a Kofi page, which you can find in the show notes if you would like to help us continue the work that we do. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.